RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The Minnesota Twins faced the Kansas City Royals for a Friday night game at Royals Stadium on October 1st, 1976. Minnesota was in third place in the AL West with an 82-77 and record under manager Gene Mock in his first season with the Twins. Kansas City was managed by Whitey Herzog, and they were the 1976 AL West champs, having just clinched the division one night earlier with a shutout win by Larry Gurra over the A's. This audio recording is from the Kansas City Radio Broadcast, featuring announcers Denny Matthews and Fred White.
25. Nine homers, 89 RBIs. The other item of interest in this series, the batting race, Al McCray is a league leader at 333. And then George Brett at 328. Rod Carew and Lyman Bostock. Both of the twins and both hitting 325. So here's Rod Carew. There goes the runner. The hit run is on. And it's bounced foul outside first. Going on. Smalley here is running back to first. Rod with 15 hits against the Royals. 15 out of 48. Mayberry holding to the runner. Doug's pitch is high. One ball, one strike. The Twins have played good ball against the West. They have won 48. They've lost 39. So it's in their own division. They've been tough. Throw to first, the runner back.
Bombarger going for Texas. His record is 10 and 12. Minnesota is at Kansas City in our game here tonight. And Detroit is at Milwaukee, Hiller, and Trappers. Prevent the Royals from nailing down the first Western Division title is 27 year old right hander Dave Gold. Dave is 6'4, weighs 210. He is 1-2 against the Royals this year. He has pitched better than that in his career. Five wins and three losses against the Royals. Gold beat the Royals in Minnesota back on May the 22nd, 5-3. It was a complete game and he allowed only three hits and a run in the first eight innings. And then allowed two runs in the ninth, but he was very much in command. And then the Royals and Alfred Love beat Goldman 1-0 in 10 innings in Minnesota on June the 29th. They were 10 innings, allowed just one run and three hits. And then the Royals in 50 beating Goldman here 4-2 on August the 4th, as the Royals got three runs in the first. So as you can see, Goldman 1-2 against the Royals, but he's been much tougher than his record would indicate. Tom Pochette leads off and takes the breaking ball low, ball one. Tom hitting 301, two homers, 33 RBIs. He's hitting 294 against the Twins. Now ball Second baseman who makes the catch. 
Delamus jabs with a pitch. And breaking his fast, it's a left pop-up to Randall. A one out. And George Cross coming up. Adrian Dantley, who went with the Buffalo Braves. 
According to Dell, Lucas actually got a seven-year contract from Houston calling for a total of one and one-half million dollars. Houston announced it as a multi-year pack for, for $850,000. And Delta's Buffalo announced that they pay us $500,000 for five years, when actually it will be $1,100,000 for seven seasons. Well, not too bad there. It appears as though the players came out on top. Uh, after all, our pay raise was only 4.83%. We had nothing to say about it. Texas Rangers outfall Fritz Peterson is recovering from surgery he underwent at Englewood California Hospital two days ago to repair a torn muscle in his left shoulder. The 34-year-old Peterson, a 20-game winner, was the Yankees in 1970, hasn't pitched for the Rangers since June 19th. We go to the second inning, no score. And he Weiniger, Larry Heisel, and Dan Ford will be coming up against Doug Bird. Weiniger, the switch-hitting rookie catcher, Carries an average of 260 into the ballgame. Butch has 10 homers, 69 RBIs. Doug allowed two singles in the first. Bostock grounded into the double play. And Leininger takes two strike going one. In the ballgame tomorrow afternoon, and remember it's an afternoon game. The 0-1 pitch to Leininger, breaking ball inside, one and one. Game time is 1.30. Dennis Leonard pitches against Jim Hughes. And then on Sunday afternoon, Paul Splitorf or Al Fitzmaurice will go against Bill Singer. Leininger started to go, held up in time, ball two, two and one. Royals have done very well against the Twins, especially here at Royal Stadium. Twins here. They have five victories. A little bit low, ball three, three and one. Royals are ten and five against the Twins overall. Three balls and one strike on the catcher, Butch Weiniger. Back comes Doug Bird, ground ball, White to his left, good pickup, over the first. Breaking ball, one out of this, down he goes. So Doug 
broke one off, and Heisel did not have a good play, and Larry just turns and walks back to the dugout. Number 15. Uh, two away, here's Dan Ford. Ford. Ford's average is 268. Dan has 20 home runs, 86 RBIs. Right-hander against right-hander. The lineup by Doug in the pitch. Fastball in on his hands and he fouls it away. The Royals should treat Danny Ford very kindly. Dan Ford has been a one-man wrecking crew against the Oakland A's this year. And in several games, Dan Ford has almost single-handedly beaten the A's. He has just worn out the Oakland pitching staff. So the Royals should be very grateful. And the 0-1 pitch, high fly ball, well hit, deep right center, Otis going back, a win. Oh, 
more for the last two and a half weeks. Al has changed his batting style a bit. He takes a strike on one. You might remember how college used to hold the bat back and parallel to the ground. Not anymore. He's holding the bat straight up. His hands in front of the letters. He takes outside a breaking ball and the count one and one. Wheels it in. Half swing. One hopper to the mound. Goal to Carino. And Collins is retired. Two out. That'll bring up John Wappen. Number 12. John's average is 289. Five RBIs. He has 11 hits. John, of course, has been used sparingly as Buck Martinez and Bob Simpson have handled the bulk of the catching. on Wednesday night, and he's in there tonight. Breaking ball is hit in the right field. Dan Ford coming in. He's there to make the catch, and the Royals go quickly and quietly in the bottom of the second. And after two, Royals nothing, Minnesota nothing. Superstar Dick Allen is expected to be back in uniform tonight with the National League East leading Philadelphia Phillies host the New York Mets. And of course, as we mentioned earlier in Pittsburgh, Danny Murtaugh has announced his retirement and for the fourth time. And Danny is stepping down along with Joe Brown who retired a couple of days ago. Let's check out the National League scorecard for you right now. And in that New York-Philadelphia game, Philly is leading 1-0 after three innings to play. Jerry Koosman going for the New York Mets and Tom Underwood for the Philadelphia Phillies. Earlier in the day, Chicago defeated Montreal 3-1. Bill Baum, the winner, his record now 9-13. And, and Sandhouse was the loser. His record dropped to 8-13. St. Louis at Pittsburgh was rained out. Atlanta at Cincinnati, the big red machine, leads the Braves 2-1 after two and one-half innings of play. Later starts San Francisco at Houston and San Diego at Los Angeles. Two innings in a jam-packed Royal Stadium, no score. The total's identical. Twins, no runs, two hits. Royals, no runs, two hits. Mike Cubbage, Bob Randall, and Steve Vaughn coming up. So here we go to the third inning. Doug Bird set to go and for more play. Here's Fred. Okay, thank you, Denny. Mike Cubbage, the left-handed batter, steps in. Nothing, nothing. A great air of expectancy at Royal Stadium tonight. A great crowd on hand. The first pitch from Bird to Cubbage misses away, ball one. Cubbage hitting 258 with three home runs, 46 RBIs. Like Roy Smalley came over to the Twins in the trade with the Texas Rangers for Burt Wyler earlier this year. Bird to Cubbage. Ground ball at Frank White. Charging it has it. Easy flip to first and there's one away. One out, nobody on. And let's pause 10 seconds for state identification. This is the Royals Baseball Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. Bob Randall steps in a right-handed batter. The twin second baseman, the number nine hitter in the batting order. Randall hitting 269 with a homer 34 RBIs. 11 hits against the Royals this year. Slips out wide, chokes the bat, the first pitch from Bird. Ball inside, ball one. 
Then he describes it for you. Boy, Randall really got decked by George Brett at second base. George going in, throwing a block, trying to break up a double play, and he blew Randall out of there. They both came away limping, but they're both out there still. 1-0 pitch from Duckburg. Ground ball, high chopper at Brett. George has it, straightens up and fires her two out. Randall out, second to first. Duckburg has now retired six in a row. And with two out, nobody on, is off hitter Steve Braun, who flies to left his first time up. Hey, right. strikes the count. Royal outfield straight away. Frank White deep at second. Mayberry deep at first. And Bird ahead in the count. Reading signs from Wobbin as center comes the pitch. Strike three and the inning's over. He got him swinging. The second strikeout for Doug Bird in another one, two, three inning. He's now retired seven men in a row. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. We go to the bottom of the third. The Royals nothing, the Twins nothing. Well, the baseball schedule was light yesterday, but there was news from the front offices. The Atlanta Braves announced that they've rehired manager Dave Bristol for two more years. That comes despite the Braves' last place record of 69 wins and 90 losses, which puts them 31 games behind the National League West champs, the Cincinnati Reds. Braves president Chad Turner says he's optimistic Bristol will do better next year. Bristol was named Braves manager last October. Cleveland Indians player manager Frank Robinson has reportedly gotten an offer to return next year. The Cleveland Plain Dealer says Robinson has been offered $80,000 to come back as manager only. That's a big cut from the $200,000 Robinson reportedly makes this year. The Major League's first black manager reportedly will talk the deal over with his agents sometime today, which is Friday, and uh, no decision yet, old Frank, as to whether he is going to accept that offer or not to return as manager only of the Cleveland Indians for 80000 a year. The bottom of the third, it'll be Fred Potek and then Frank White. The 8-9 hitters and back to the leadoff man, Tom Poquette for the Royals. Potek up for the first time in the ballgame, hitting 243 with a home run and 43 RBI. He's driven in seven against the Twins. Although he hasn't hit him that well, his average only 194 against Minnesota pitching, but he's had hits that have counted. Potek, a right-handed batter. Royal shortstop. Well, the Twins bumped up when the Royals took the field and they came out through a human tunnel of Royal Lancers that included... Mr. Jimmy Coffin, the Royal Hunters. The Royals were built up when they hit the field tonight. They want to end it here. First pitch in from Gold. Inside, ball one. Gold throws a running fastball, a knuckle curve, little slider. Has a funny weaving motion when he delivers. The pitch to Botek is a strike, and it's even a one and one. Gold wobbles his head and his body side to side. Kind of a distracting motion. Now the crowd starting to clapping here in Royal Stadium. A great crowd on hand. 
They want to see the Royals get going offensively the fifth. One and miss by Potek. He's in the hole. One and two. Carlton Fisk is homered for the Red Sox in the fourth with nobody on. His 17th. Paul and Lauren Boston are tied 2-2. Don't forget tomorrow, game time, 1-20. Potek foul tips a bit. And it's 1-2. and two. The Whitey Herzog Show at 1 o'clock tomorrow here on the Royal Network. And tonight we'd like to welcome once again the Armed Forces Network. They've joined up with the Royals Network tonight. Some 300 stations strong listening in around the world as the Royals try to nail down the crown in the American League West here tonight. A win for the Royals would do it, barring that. The Royals should lose. If the A's would lose tonight, it would be over. The fifth. Foul tipped again by Pontek, and the count remains one and two. But the Royals don't want to do it. By letting the Angels beat the A's on the West Coast tonight, that's banana against Blue, what they want. To win it right here. And to take it to the clubhouse knowing that it's over. Bottet giving goals to battle as we open the bottom of the third. One and two, put up their fouling pitches off. The outfield straight away, the pitch. Way outside, breaking pitch and it's two and two. Frank White in the odd deck circle, circle studying goals. Well, in center field, Bostock very shallow the pitch. Low and inside and a full count, three and two. Bostock, of course, a good man to have aboard to start an inning with that great base running ability. He has stolen 51 bases, just one shy of Amos Oda's team record. Three and two to Bostock and gold rubbing the baseball. Now let's send a Weininger for a sign. Here comes the pitch to Bostock. Little tap, towards the mound and goes past it. Underhand to first, there's one away. Potek tried to check your swing and rolls out pitcher to the first baseman. One out, nobody on to Frank White. Setting tight. Number 20. Frank, here's the Royals radio. Frank White steps in. Frank getting 231 with a couple of homers. And delivered. And it's a strike. Why hitting the twins well? He's hitting 289 against Minnesota. Right handed batter halfway up in the batter's box. The pitch. Ground ball, chopper towards the shortstop. Paul, he has it. Overhand to first. And there's two men out. White down short to first. And Golson now retired six in a row. Boy, these teams following identical patterns. Each team threatened in the first with two singles. They seem double play. He teamed on one, two, three in the second. Nobody has reached yet in the third. Here's Boquette who singled and stocked the ball game for the Royals. Tom at 304. Left handed batter. Good off the field hitter and they're playing him straight away. The pitch. He bunts. Back to the mound, but goes off intercept. Underhands to first and the inning's over. Boquette tried to drag it past the mound and couldn't get it there. So he's down one three and that does it. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. We'll go to the fourth, the Royal nothing and the Twins nothing. All the controversy is still raging over the decision by the referee and two judges that gave Muhammad Ali a narrow victory over Ken Norton in their title fight Tuesday night in New York. Sports writers were shown film clips of the pivotal 15th round which all three officials gave to Ali. The film shows that Muhammad threw three 
three times as many punches as his opponent in the final round. However, most of these did not land. So uh, Kenny Norton's assessment of the referee and the judge's decision apparently, uh, decision rather, apparently is true that Mohammed threw a lot of punches, but all of them only caught air. Well, after a night of thunder and lightning, the second round of the $135,000 Sahara Invitational got underway in the rain today, but the inclement weather wasn't expected to cause any delay in play. It's not that heavy, said PGA spokesman Tom Place. We'll keep playing unless it becomes unplayable, but the scores might be a little higher today. The golfers teed off at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Should have more on that later on. Go to the fourth inning scoreless, the hits even at two apiece. For Minnesota, it'll be Smalley, Carew, and Bostock, the number two, three, and four hitters. Smalley, a switch hitter, singled his first time up, batting left-handed against Doug Bird. His average, 259. The outfield playing him to hit the opposite way. As an extreme opposite field hitter, in fact, he gets one foul back up. Fine home plate, one strike. We've been informed that they're selling standing room only tickets here at Royal Stadium now. And out on the hill behind left field, a great army of fans lined up watching this game, sitting way up by the interstate highway. One strike pitch to Smalley. Breaking stuff, miss. One and one. Otis, the center fielder, way over in left. Oquette, very shallow near the line in left. Gallant, the right fielder, well off the line against the left-handed batter. Here's the 1-1 one -one pitch from Bird. Chop towards Mayberry up the first baseline. John has it. He's going to take the play himself as one away. Falling out to the first baseman unassisted. And here comes Lott Carew, who single his first time up. Lott Carew. That lifted his average to 327. Carew, a left-handed batter. With nine home runs, 89 RBIs. Now has 16 hits against the Royals this year and 49 times at the plate. And they play Carew, too, as an opposite field hitter. But it's shortened up at third. He's about a fifth deep, but pretty well off the line. The pitch. Chopper up the first baseline. Maybe they have it in fair territory and tips on the bag. There are two away. Carew, after first, first pitch rounds out. Two out, nobody on. The lineman Bostock, who grounded into a double play his first time up. White Carew, a left-handed batter and an off the field hitter. Bostock at 324 now. Bird set. Here's the pitch. Takes the ball up high. They get a free wild whip from Weiss's cheese soup. Just then two flattened Weiss's cheese soup wrappers. And a quarter for handling the whip. Box 610 leaves some of the good. The pitch to Bostock. Ground ball off his foot. It's a foul ball. And to count now, one ball, one strike. Bostock limping around on plate. Hammered himself on the foot where that was. A double header in New York rained out tonight. Cleveland and the Yankees. Or rather tied with Boston, 2-2 after four, fifth homer tied it. Chicago and Texas, nothing-nothing after one. Detroit and Milwaukee, nothing-nothing after two. California at Oakland later, Tanana against Blue. Here we have two outs, the top of the fourth, no score. Bostock, wings and pops foul. Back 
play. Lawson to the barrier, no play. And the count remains one and two. St. Louis to Pittsburgh rained out. Chicago beat Montreal 3-1. Bottom the winner's winner, Shanhouse the loser. Monday got his 32nd homer for the Cubs. Reds lead the Braves 2-1 after three. The Mets and the Phillies 1-1, the bottom of the fourth. San Francisco and Houston scored us after one. And San Diego and Los Angeles later. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch from Bird to Boston. Inside, flipping. Count even two and two, Bostock had to flatten out to get out of the way of that one. Then he throws you in the first, Bostock Carew of the Twins, McRae and Brett of the Royals, embroiled in a red hot batting race for the American League Championship. Nobody's really worried about that on the Royals ball club. Two two, ground ball at Pontiac, Brett has it, a throwing. And the inning's over. Bostock out, good to first. Another one, two, three inning for Doug Bird. He's retired 10 in a row. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. We go to the bottom of the fourth. The Royals nothing to plan Angelo Dundee isn't shocked by Muhammad Ali's retirement announcement, but says when he hears it from Ali, he'll believe it. Dundee asked, with all the things I've been through with Ali, how could I be shocked at anything? Dundee feels that if Ali cannot give 100% of himself, he will retire. As for that, he thought it was unusual that Ali would select Istanbul to make his announcement and unusual for him to make it without informing his uh, trainer first, Dundee says. Is there anything unusual about Ali? He's just something else. Atlanta Braves manager Dave Bristol has a new two-year contract. Owner Ted Turner feels that Bristol will turn it around for the losing Braves. Turner is very unhappy about the losing season, but is very optimistic about the future. The Braves finished the season this weekend at Cincinnati. They are in last place in the National League West, 31 games behind the champion Cincinnati Reds. in Royal Stadium a scoreless ball game and the Royals will send Otis Brennan McCray at Dave Gold. The number two, three, and four hitters. Well, we have a moment. We want to say hello to Jim Keeper, who's quite a Royals fan from Muscota, Kansas. He's ill and in research hospital. Jim, we hope you recover in a ring. Also, happy anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. Charles Sports Senior from Archie, Missouri. Their 60th anniversary today. Baseman Bobby Randall his first time up. Mayo hitting 280 with 18 homers. 86 runs batted in. Amos White had his batter waiting and Gold delivers. Ball into the dirt ball one. Boy, what a night in Royal Stadium. It would be a great night for the Royals to put it away. It's warm, around 85 degrees, no wind blowing. The hitters will get no help. This is ball two to Minnesota, 2-0 now. Royal third base coach, Chuck Hiller, is celebrating his 42nd birthday tonight. I know how he'd like to celebrate it by waving some Royals on by. 
coaching staff has been so important this year. 2-0 pitch notice. Quorum and foul tip. That one got Butch Weininger, the twin catcher on the left foot. Two balls and a strike. The Royal coaches, Jeff Hiller, Steve Forrest, Galen Sisko, Charlie Lau. From the moment they went to spring training in Fort Myers, Florida this spring, have worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. This ball club hungry to win this game here tonight. But Colts has been tough. Then he told you he's been tough all year. Otis trying to get it started, a scoreless ball game in the bottom of the fourth. Colts the right-hander. His center is the two-on-pitch. Strike beat will be outside corner. And it's even at two and two. George Brett next. Here comes the two-two pitch. Inside it hit him. Otis fixed on the left leg. He's aboard with nobody out. One of our favorites, Henry White, is in the hospital. Henry is the sports director for NBC, ABC, CBS, Mutual Radio, the Armed Forces Network, and all European. Uh, Henry, quite a man around Royal City. He always helps the NBC crew out with Renner. Then he asked him who was going to help NBC, and he said his wife would handle that. Probably do it better than Henry. Henry, you get well on the hood. So the first out in time, Otis back. Brett the hitter is average at 329. Otis, a tremendous base runner, as you know. He's stolen 26 bases this year, been caught only seven times. Nicked by the Gulf fifth. But this time, Avis has been hit this year by a pitch. He has a safe lead to throw to first, not in time, he's back. The Twins play Brett as an opposite field hitter. They give him a big gap in right center. If George Saw pitched the ball, he could score Otis. Now, gold breaking contact as Otis had a huge lead. He had a foot out on the carpet. Back way next, if anybody else Lord Mayberry. Again, a big league. Carew holding him. Throw that way, not in time. He's back again. Dave Gold has yet to pitch to George Brett. George singled his first time up. And he now has 210 hits this year. Did he over 400 against the Twins? Breaking contact is Goldson again on his back. Goldson does not like the big league that Otis has.
So the Royals have lost their base runner. Here's the pitch. Brett drives it down the left field line, clear ball to the corner. Goes around first and then for second. He goes flying in the second base, standing up with a double. His 32nd double of the year. And the Royals have a man in scoring position with one out of the fourth. And now McCray to the plate. Gold's pickoff of Otis now is very big. In all likelihood, Amos would have been running on that pick and may have scored. At the very worst, the Royals would have runners at second and third with nobody out. But there's a runner at second with one out, and here's Hal McRae. He hit the ball hard, but ground it into a double play his first time up. Stretched by Gold's the pitch. McRae takes it for a strike. a good opposite field hitter and Bostock giving him room in right center and in left center playing him straight away. The shortstop Smalley over in the hole. Third baseman Mike Dubby. Fairly deep and off the line. Oh, about five, six steps. They opened the right side up for McRae on the infield. Randall over near the bag now going back. Wants to move behind Brett McRae. Hits the ground ball. Backhanded by Cubby to third. Ball throw. Out at first. And the third base goes left. Rod Carew now talking to the first base umpire. Gray down. Third to first. Dan Ford, he's got it, and the inning's over. Mayberry flies to right. 
And the Royals come away empty-handed. No runs a hit. Hit batter, a man picked off, no errors, and one left. And we'll go to the fifth. The Royals nothing, and the Twins nothing. Capriano Ballesteros of Spain shot a six under four and 67 to take the lead on the first day of the three-day Donald Swaling's golf tournament. Ballesteros' score equaled the course record set in 1967 by former Belgian champion Donald Swaling, for whom the tournament is named. The Spaniard was two strokes ahead of Lee Alder of the United States, who shot a four under four and 69. American Curtis Strange carded a two under four and 67. Brian Huggett of Wales posted a 4.73, while John Carmody of France scored a 74, and Tommy Aaron of the United States a 75. Rain interrupted play with Gary Flair of South Africa and Philip Poussin of Belgium, the only two other players in the tournament, two holes out. They will complete the first round on Saturday morning. Paul Yastrzemski became the ninth oldest player to drive in 100 runs in a single season Friday when he drove home Rick Miller with an Enfield single. We move to the fifth in Royal Stadium, a scoreless ball game. The Royals have been hit the Twins 3-2, but neither team has punched home a run yet. For the Twins in the fifth, winding to the high school at Ford, number five, six, and seven hitters. Back to the mound, Doug Burns, once again, here's Denny. Hi, Chris. Butch Weidinger retired on a fine play by Frank White, his first time up. Doug Bird now has retired 10 straight. The delivery to the switch hitting Weidinger is over the globe, ball one. Jim McKean, the plate umpire. One ball, no strike, still Weidinger. Back comes Bird in a line drive foul down the right field line. It bangs off the wall, right to Al Collins, and they got one and one. The Minnesota hit singles by Smalley and Rod Carew in the first inning. The Royals have two singles and a double. Inside corner to Weidinger, one and two. to the Minnesota catcher is down and in. Two balls, two strikes. Ball game in the top of the fifth. This is game one of the series. Doug Reddy, the 2-2 pitch to Weininger. Breaking ball, barely missed the inside corner to knees. Full count, three and two. Houston, good to nothing down in Houston. Those two walk finish the season tomorrow. They don't play Sunday. Pops up, foul ground. George Brett, with room, has the ball. So Weininger follows out. And up comes Larry Heisel, who struck out in the second inning. Doug hasn't walked anybody. That's not news. He has two strikeouts. to the right-hand batter. Fighters foul back to the screen, 0-1. Oh 
game, top of the fifth. The Royals trying to win it. The 0-1 pitch. The foul ball or the change fouls back in the count of 2 
Team to the Twins and the Burt Weiland of trade. Doug, a backward glance at second. He steps off the rubber. Dan Ford did not have that big a lead. Nonetheless, Doug chose to step back and start over. Royals play Mike straight away. Good breaking ball. The strike and it's one and one. Jim Sunberg. The Texas Rangers find catcher and Homer is first. And Texas has taken a two to one lead over Chicago. Tony Perez is Homer for Cincinnati. The Reds lead Atlanta three to one for Tony Perez is 19th. on Mike Covey. Dan Ford at second, two out in the top of the fifth. A scoreless ball game. Doug tried to hit the inside corner and miss. Two balls and a strike. Each team had a scoring opportunity in the first inning. McCray rolled into a double play. Lyman Bostock grounded into a twin killing. Here's the stretch by Doug in the fifth. Ground ball up the middle, but Montek is behind second. He's got it over the middle area in time. And it's by Desire. Montek was positioned perfectly. Mike Cummings hit it past the mound towards center field. But Montek was in front of it. And that's that. So the two-out double by Dan Ford. One hit, no runs, and a man left. We go to the bottom of the fifth. No score. Paul Yastrzemski became the ninth oldest player to drive in 100 runs in a single season Friday when he drove home Rick Miller with an infield single. Yastrzemski hit a ground ball to Baltimore first baseman Lee May with two outs in the first inning. Baltimore pitcher Dave Pagan missed the first base in taking the throw for May, allowing Yastrzemski to reach safely. Miller raced home from second base on the play. Now, Babe Ruth twice drove in more than 100 runs in a single season after he turned 37 years of age. Others to perform that feat included Ty Cobb, Ernie Banks, Honus Wagner, Minnie Minoso, Hank Aaron, Zach Wheat, and Bob Johnson. Aristotle race book on Friday and saw the New York Yankees and Cincinnati Reds as favorites for the Major League playoffs beginning October 9th. The Reds were made two, three favorites, which means they better would put up three dollars to win two. Conversely, the Phillies were listed at thirteen to ten, meaning a better would put up ten dollars to win thirteen. The Yankees, meanwhile, were listed at five to eight, and the Kansas City Royals at seven to five. Kansas City is the only team which hasn't clinched a divisional title, but its magic number is down to one. And at the rate they're going tonight, perhaps it will be tomorrow sometime before it's decided as to whether the Kansas City Royals have indeed won the Western Division of the American League. It's not over yet. They're three and a half games ahead of the Oakland A's with three games remaining. But the Oakland A's have four games to play. Now let's get back to Royal Stadium. Coming up, Al Collins rolled back to the pitcher his first time up. No runs, three hits for Twins. No runs, three hits for the Royals. Neither team is there. Golds delivers, breaking ball, rolling outside, ball one. 
You can imagine the Royals are so eager to get a run. Top foul back and out of play by Al Collins. And McDonald one and one. Colts working very methodically. Dave is 14 and 14 with the league, an ERA of 3.34. So he lost any chance he had at the fourth and second base. 
to explode. You can feel electricity in the ballpark 45 minutes before the first pitch was thrown. And certainly now, the 1-0 pitch. He throws and misses. The ball gets away from Lionsville. The Lawson He's hitting over 300. It's just a darn shame if he gets overlooked. 
Bill Cowell may die. I hope it's not premature as a fan starting to shot. We're number one. <laughs> well, it's only in the fifth, so we're working on it. Well, we're tied for number one. That counts for something. They are still gathered around
They leave one, and after five, the Royals two, and the Twins nothing. Rookie George Burns, who led in the final rounds of the World and Houston Open this year, charged into the second round lead of the $135,000 Sahara Invitational Golf Tournament. With a rain-soaked six under par 65 for a 36-hole total of 132. Playing on a day when rare October desert rain showers followed a spectacular night of lightning and thunder, six-foot-two, 210-pound of Delray Beach, Florida. Took a one-shot advantage over second-year pro Bruce Litsky and George Archer, a 1969 master champion. Litsky had a 67 while Archer, seeking his first victory in four years, not the 66 or a 133 score. Two shots back at 134 were 46-year-old Don January, 14-year tour veteran Charles Cootie, and Mike McCullough, defending champion Dave Hill, matched Burns to 65, and was three shots back at 135 in a tie with Miller Farber, who had a second round 67. This is the first time I remember it raining here during the Sahara, and a bet of 16 of them, said tournament director John Romero. We got some rain, but not that much, said Burns, who shot an opening round 67. It was not enough to affect my game like this morning. Burns, who took a one-shot lead over Masters champion Ray Floyd into the final round of the World Open at Pinehurst, North Carolina, three weeks ago, and was in front by three strokes with nine holes to go, caught at 7.30 in his round of 32-33 over the far 71 court. He moved to the sixth, the Royals lead two to nothing. A fan has jumped out of the stands to drape a banner on the warning track in center field. against the rules. And the sad part about it is that he won't be around to celebrate. He managed to shake the hand of Amos Otis in center field, but it's too bad he won't be around in the ninth inning list. Hopefully the Royals can attach that side to the dressing room, number one. Bobby Randall takes the pitch on the inside corner on one. So here we go in the sixth. The Royals Two runs on a half a dozen hits. The Twins, no runs, three hits. Doug Bird, ready and deal. Long enough by Bob Randall, the count on two. Bob thrown out by Brett in the third inning. He's the number nine hitter. Steve Braun and Roy Smalley to follow. Top of the six. Doug has struck out three. Back he comes. Fastball, one on a Down goes Randall. Bird spreading back of the pitcher's mound to haul it in. 
in from midway throughout. And here is Roy Foley, the Swiss City shortstop. Roy singled in the first, grounded to the first baseman in the fourth. The Foley one out of two. The line by Doug in the fifth. Swung and he going on. Number is one. A win tonight for the Royals, and there will be no magic number. Line to right field, base hit. Al Cowan drove it quickly to cut it off, and Braun held to a single. And as Squally, Roy belting the ball into right field. So Squally, two out of three. The batter, Rod Carew. Rod singled in the first, grounded out in the fourth. The twin hit. Carew starting for the plate now goes back toward the dugout. He apparently would like to do back. Roy's falling at first. Do it on, and here comes Rod Carew. Rod hefting a new piece of lumber now will apply the mines on a rag to that bat.
nothing. Bottom of the six. Royals, two runs, six hits, no errors. Minnesota, no runs, four hits, and no errors. It'll be George Brett, Al McCray, and John Mayberry. The Royals scoring in the fifth. Singles by Cowan and Freddie Sardek, a couple of points out. The first run coming across on a wild pitch. And then a triple by Tom Pochette off the glove of Lyman Mostock to score Frank White. The pitch to George Brett is high, ball one. George, an infield single in the first. He doubled down the left field line in the fourth. Outside, ball two, two out. Bottom of the sixth. Dave Gold rocks the deal. Way outside, ball three. Dave, who hasn't walked anybody, but he's hit a batter, in danger of walking the Royals' leadoff man. Three times the Royals have placed their leadoff men aboard. George takes ball four. Red is on, here is Pal McCray. Now grounded into a double play in the first. And then was thrown out by the third baseman, Mike Cubby.
Twins, the Twins with Forcey Culver. Mayberry holds the runner at first to pitch. Hot shot on the ground up the middle, base hit center field. At second base, Rich Weininger will hold on right there as others reel the ball back to the infield. And the Twins now have the tying run to board with one out in the seventh. And the hitter, Dan Ford, and you have to worry, you have to worry about Dan Ford's power right here. With 20 home runs, he needs six runs batted in. Seven of those 20 home runs have come against the Oakland A's this year. Then he's telling you how much he's helped the Royals. Well, now he's in a position to hook him. And out comes Galen Cisco, the Royal pitching coach. Left-hander Steve Mentoli, right-hander Mark Rattel are working in the Royal program. Francisco taking a slow walk around, giving him time to heat up a little bit more out there. The hits are now even at six of these. We're under seven. The Royals have two to nothing with a twin flex. Well, wow, the Royals talk things over on the mound.
the odds are that Dan Ford is going to get a pick you'll have to swing at. 30 leading sign. The pitch. He lost him. Ball four and the base is loaded. That moves the tying run to scoring position with one out. The lead run is first. And Mike Chubby did it for the play. He has grounded out twice.
comes the pitch to Bob Randall again. Ground ball at Brett. He checks the letter at second base. Fires to first. In time, there are two men out. Randall out third to first. Cubby calls the second. And here comes Steve Rod. Out comes Whitey Herzog. That might be it for Doug Bird. Left-hander Steve Mentori will be the new Royal pitcher, and here's the situation. We're in the top of the seventh. Two out and a runner in second for Minnesota. The Twins have scored three. With Steve Mentori coming on to pitch with two men out now. Minnesota three, the Royals two. Steve Mentori out of the bullpen for the Royals. Mingo makes his 54th appearance of the year. He's 1-5, lost 5. He's saved 10 games. His third run average 2.35 in 84 innings. That works. So Doug Bird is gone, and Birdie can't possibly be the winner now. He can only be the loser. But the Royals can come back to win it and get him off the hook. Or at least tie it. Then Corey will face left-handed hitting Steve Ross. The big man for the Twins at the moment is second base. His three-run triple has given the Twins the lead here. So Burns has been over three. And then Gore ready to go to work. Ringo trying to end it here in the seventh and keep the Royals within a run. Average 288. We home run 60 RBIs. The Royals play him straight away. Mingori reading signs of a threat. But Dander's first delivery is a ball outside a low ball one. Mingori set again. Now the 1 0 pitch. Missed away, ball two. So Mangoria missed outside with two pitches. Mendo, who got blindsided with a block and injured his knee in that battle royal on the open the other night. Mingo, club on his knee, reached sign from Watson. He said, here comes the 2 old pitch now. Ron swings and chops it foul toward the Royal dugout. Two balls and a strike. Get out of there. 
three and two with Bryant. Here's the stretch. The pitch. Fly ball right field. That should do it. Al Cowens is Camp Hendricks. Makes the catch and the inning's over. Braun flies to right, but the Twins get three runs on three hits. No errors, a man left, and we go to the bottom of the seventh. It's now the Twins three, Royal two. The bottom of the seventh at Royal Stadium, three to two Twins out. And it'll be Al Cowan, John Watson, and Fred Potsdam for the Royals. They try to redeem the lead. Royals with two in the fifth, the Twins with three in the seventh. Signs from Weininger the stretch. 
The pitch. Ostek takes a strike, strike one. Landed in 244 with 43 runs batted in. Those taking a look at Al Callens, who has a good lead at second. Now he's ready. Here comes the stretch, the pitch to Montek. Fred left the butt and took a strike. He's in the hole, strike two, and didn't like the call. From the plate umpire, Jim McGee. Al Cowan with great speed carries the tying run. Deep, fairly near the line. Outfield straight away. Not deep. 
Colt trying to claim some dirt out of his flag drop behind the mound. And Cookie steps out of the batter's box again to loosen up. Now he's back in. Dave Colt, the right-hander, looks to Butch Weininger for a tie. He's ready. Here comes the 106 to Rojas. Ball two. The Royals. Batman to tie it. Rojas waves the bat around waiting. Here's the stretch to Obet. Strike and it's two and one. Cookie taking. Dealing in the odd deck circle. Tom with a single and triple tonight is three times at the plate. Now Gold's off the mound again. Looks into the twins' dugout for a moment. Now comes back on top. Again starts kicking at the dirt around the pitching rubber. Now he's ready. Two and one on Rojas. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Second wild pitch of the game, Charles the goal. The stretch, the pitch to Boquette. 
Bryson is two and one. Boquette taking all the way. Thomas leads his average of 305 with two for three here tonight. And a big run at third base now with two out of the seven. The Royals now fighting to regain the lead after tying it. Gold puts the winder. Right hander to the stretch. Two one to Boquette.
to put the Royals back on top. Ask for a timeout and get it now as Johnson delivers, but the pitch didn't count. Plato fires Tim McKean at call time. The Royals have now hit the twist, eight to seven. Again, ready. Here comes the 1 1 pitch to Otis. Outside a low ball, too. And a 2 and 1. Tom Johnson to the Rothen bag. Now kicks at the rubber. Otis getting some more pines on his batting glove, and now they're getting set. Here's the stretch. Two one fifth. Swing and a miss and a count even. Two balls, two strikes. Otis with a three-run homer against the Twins, the last series of Minnesota in the ninth inning beat the Twins, eight to six. Trying to put them on top here, the pitch. Way outside and a full count three and two.
struck out twice. Both times against Doug Bird, he singled and scored. Delaney, one out of three as he stands in. Three three ball games. The Twins have not hit the Royals nine to eight. With one out here in the inning, Carew singled by double. And now the bases are loaded one away. Royals infield a double play depth. And Mark Lutell facing Larry Heisel. The windup, the pitch.
Rocky Rojas again to the mound, visiting with Mark Liddell. It is still tied, 3-3, three, three, top of the eighth. The bases remain loaded.
young man has just been tremendous all year long. 28 times now with three or more hits in the game. So George with three hits tonight.
He earlier had established eight major league records with 25 catch hits. The National East Philadelphia Phillies return home today amid reports that the team is involved in internal disputes. Before uh, Thursday night's 6-5 victory of St. Louis manager Danny Ozark held a 34-minute team meeting. Steve is 0 for 4. 
George Burns is gunning for his first tournament victory on the U.S. Pro Golf Tour after zipping to a one-stroke lead at the halfway mark in the Sahara Invitational Golf Tournament being played in Las Vegas. Taking a look at some of the final scores in the American League, Boston 7, Baltimore 4, Texas League, Chicago 9-4 after seven innings of play, and it was Detroit over Milwaukee 5 to nothing. In the National League, Chicago 3, Montreal 1, Philadelphia 2, New York 1, Cincinnati 5, Atlanta 2, and Houston over San Francisco 5-4.
story is the, quote, the first step towards making the diplomats a first-class major league operation. More than 15 applicants were interviewed for the job, which came open last month when Keith Dysart resigned. Before joining the San Jose soccer team two years ago, Carberry was an executive with the Milwaukee Brewers. Betty Stowe of the Netherlands rallied to defeat Margaret Court of Australia for the first time in her career, 